Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about using your iPad to be productive and get work done. I'm Tim Chen, host of the show. This episode of iPad Pros is sponsored by Drafts, where tech starts. Quickly capture text and send it almost anywhere. Learn more at getdrafts.com. But the one thing with Scribble that's been really interesting is I physically write now in my journal. So I might add a quick bit of text here and there from my phone. But if I'm using my iPad and entering something into my journal, I'm doing that with the pencil now. I don't do it with anything else. And so it allows me to be more conscious of my thoughts. I feel like I'm writing more intentionally. And I feel, like I said before, I just have a feeling like it's the right thing to do. Welcome back to another episode of iPad Pros. In this episode, we'll be diving deep into Scribble and Drafts 22. You'll be hearing from Tim Nahumic, who wrote the Mac Stories review for Drafts 22, and is someone that has gone really deep into the world of Scribble, including writing a significant portion of his Drafts 22 review with Scribble. My sincere thanks to Drafts for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. Drafts is where text starts. Quickly capture text with Drafts and send it almost anywhere. Download Drafts today for free to get started. You'll be hearing more about Drafts a bit later on in this episode, including a deep dive into Drafts 22 with Tim Nahumic. With that said, if you'd like to support this podcast, here are a few ways to do just that. First off, download Drafts on the App Store. Secondly, you can leave a review on Apple Podcast. Every review goes a long way in signaling to Apple to display this show more in search. You can also get episodes early at patreon.com slash iPadPros. With that said, here's my interview with Tim, all about Scribble and Drafts 22. Enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast, Tim. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So for those that missed episode 79 back in April, can you kind of reintroduce yourself and who you are? A- April of which year? Of this um, year, 2020. Wow. This year's in flying by, right? I still think it's March, whatever, 217th. So yeah, no. Uh, so I'm Tim Nahumic. I'm a, let's see, a Drafts enthusiast and work in... Uh, different industry altogether for my day job in the automotive industry. So that's been uh, challenging over COVID times here. But um, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Cool. And yeah, we're going to dive deep in the drafts in this episode, but a ton on Scribble. And that's one of the big things about drafts. But before we dive into drafts itself, I just want to just talk about Scribble. How are you finding this feature overall? What kind of situations are you using this in? Scribble, honestly, is... You know, there's a lot of great features that came with iOS 14 and iPadOS 14, obviously widgets on the iPhone, but Scribble is by far my most used feature now. I I absolutely love Scribble. Um, Scribble for me has, it's a feature of the iPad, but what it opens up for me is the possibility to do more in different situations. So, you know, a review on a Saturday morning with a cup of coffee Before, I would have to sit down at a table or my desk and go through all that stuff because I needed the keyboard. And now, I just just don't need to do that. I'm sitting there with a pencil. I got a cup of coffee in my hand. I'm able to do everything and use the pencil as the input method. It just opens up that door. And I find myself using that for work. Even just this morning, I I had a meeting at 6 a.m. because things are kind of busy right now. I I was able to take that call in my living room on the couch with a cup of coffee, making sure that I can, you know, focus on the meeting. But I'm kind of relaxed and comfortable at 6 in the morning when everybody, you know, would normally like to be sleeping. It, It has just opened up my entire world as far as where I can do this over the summer on the betas, uh, my son, uh, who finally got on two wheels this year, he all he wanted to do was ride his bike outside. And so to facilitate that, I was able to go outside, sit in a chair, just hold the iPad with no keyboard attached whatsoever, and use that as the input method. And it's it's just been phenomenal. That's really cool. So Drafts is one of the apps you're using for Scribble. What are some of the other apps you most commonly associate with Scribble? I mean, it really, a lot of the system apps, uh, like just using it for messages, using it for notes, uh, you know, do, using shared notes with uh, family members and whatnot. That, I've actually found myself using my smart keyboard less because of the pencil I, I and, and Scribble. I just, I find myself enjoying that more. The writing input, uh, you know, for a long time, that's something that I really never kept at like a physical journal. It's not, not something I did, but I find myself now with with the pencil being able to do that. And when I put a, a 
you know, a pencil to paper in this sense, in this digital sense, I, I find myself being more intentional about the things I say, taking my time a little bit more, and even writing a response to someone, even just in messages, is is really just, I, I am that more thoughtful and considerate, even if it's just to send an emoji. How do I want to respond to this? And I have to take my time. Because one, one of the great things about the pencil is if you have like text replacements, which I use a lot, uh, especially for emoji, I will write a text replacement and I can write that out by hand and it'll automatically convert it. And so oh, that's great. Right. So if like for me, the the crying with laughter emoji, I most associate that with the word joy. So I, I write EM for emoji and then joy and that automatically replaces that. So for me, if I need to respond that way, I can just that's how I do it. And it's, it's been really, really wonderful to be able to use that experience. And it's, going back to your question of apps that I associate with it, it's really any app, any app that you can write text in. Safari, just even the built-in ones are, are great. Outside of that, I haven't really played around with any like new app. It's just an additional feature of the OS to change maybe the way you're using your devices currently, which is one of the things that I really love about Apple and the ecosystem where they create a new way of working just by changing a simple feature or adding a simple feature in this case to allow me to do more with my current devices. So one struggle I've had using it is, say, in messages, the text entry is at the very, very bottom of your screen. It seems that Scribble wants you to be writing almost always kind of in the text box or field is that right do you struggle with like where you need to write yeah i do often it's kind of something that i've kind of learned to live with i would love to see them change that a little bit you know writing especially one of the use cases that i have is messages is in slide over so i can slide that over and then i'm writing in the tiniest little text <laughs> box and i can only i could write about three words and then i gotta you know i feel like a kindergartner learning to write again this is the first implementation i think it'll improve over time i, I wish it was better yeah I, I agree it it can be frustrating at times to use it in that way yeah so we have two different ways of writing uh mostly we have a uh, cursive and we have print. And for me, I'm finding cursive to be the better solution. Uh, just being able to fluidly write a word out versus pr the print style. What do you tend to gravitate towards? So I usually use print. In fact, when we were kind of talking about this ahead of time, I had not really tried cursive at all. Um, I have to agree with you, though. I think cursive might be a little bit more accurate. But for me, cursive takes a lot more thought process. And it's just because, you know, for years and years, I took very meticulous notes in college. I was that guy who did all capital letters for my writing, right? I was one of those guys. I'm an engineer. You know, it happens. I would use that. I, I don't use that now. I use, obviously, you know, more, more of the traditional writing. I'm also helping, you know, my seven, almost eight-year-old son to, to write better. So I have to, you know, consciously go, nope, I can't use ca all capital letters. That's not how they teach him. So I'm, I'm changing that. I, I find cursive is more accurate. And it's quicker too. Yeah, it is quicker, right? It's, it may be quicker for you. It's definitely not for me. Because it's a one fluid stroke for a word versus picking up your pencil yeah. to make a new character every time. Right. And and there's times where if you like stutter with your writing just slightly, it may pick up part of a word and then you have to erase sure. everything and you lose your train of thought. Right. Yep. Like I think of someone, my mom was a teacher for 25 years and, and she's got impeccable handwriting, you know, to this day, that's all she writes in. And I can see her using this feature with that kind of writing and it's going to pick it up flawlessly and she's going to love it. But yeah, I, I struggle a little bit with the cursive writing. I'm sure if I practiced it, um, and that's something that I, I think is really important with writing, and I tell my son all the time, is practice, practice, practice. Handwriting is, is just one of those things where you get better over time. And so I'm sure if I switch to try to do it in cursive, I would probably improve my writing over time, but we'll see. Yeah. So they are still teaching handwriting in school? Is it print only, or is cursive now dead for kids? So you want to know something? I don't know, but it, like, and not to get all, you know, ranty yeah, about this, sure. <laughs> like for me, you know, there was, I, I enjoyed cursive and, and when you go to sign your name on anything, a check, a house or whatever, you have to sign your name. If they don't teach how to do that, I don't know what's going to happen to people's signatures, right? You look at, or make your creative mark. You just make a, right. 
<laughs> your mark. <laughs> right. You know, like, what am I going to draw a cloud and that's my signature? I, I, that's that's not the way this works. Right. You have to have a legal signature, especially when you're talking about current events and things like, you know, voting by mail. Yeah, they verify your signature when you send it in. So it needs to match yeah, yeah. your license. So, I think. yep. So it's, it's one of those things that uh, it, not teaching that anymore would be kind of a disservice to this next generation unless they're going to figure out some other way. I don't know where they're at in the curriculum. My oldest son was taught that, you know, he's going to be 19 soon. So, but my youngest son, who'll be eight soon, he's going, you know, I don't know if he's going to be taught that in school or not. Um, right, right now, he's, we got to get him printing and spelling things halfway decently before we move on to cursive writing and introducing that step. Sure. So speaking of handwriting, one category of apps that I kind of expected to crop up this year because of Scribble would be some like handwriting learning apps, improvement apps, so people could better take advantage of Scribble. I thought that'd be like a perfect, here's Scribble, we'll kind of integrate Scribble into our app and teach you how to write. Do you think that'll come up and you know later this year or next year you know i thought about this a little bit and even though like i I hadn't i hadn't thought about it until you posed that question i think for teaching somebody to handwrite i think of the books that my son has where they they teach you how to form the letters and that's almost more like a a brush stroke in painting or 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 you know using a pen so it's a different style of app than just using Scribble, right? Scribble is your input method versus something like that would be, I would expect that to be more in the vein of maybe in notes, having, having some pen strokes that way, or, you know, good notes or, you know, cause I've, I've even looked at, could I even make a template for my son in there just to, to have handwriting? I know there are some procreate templates that calligraphers have developed for mm. calligraphy teaching on the iPad uh, through Procreate. It would be fascinating if Apple next year introduced to notes some like handwriting 101 into the notes app in some way. Right. And I think, I think that would be great. And I, th- I just think it's more, uh, you know, I don't want to say a drawing app, but th- it's more akin to a drawing app when you have a, a background that you're tracing over. Cause that's really what you're doing is just tracing to, yeah, to totally. improve your handwriting. But then there could be some integration there to, all right, hey, I'm I'm going to take this handwriting skill that I've developed that you've taught me how to do, and now I'm going to apply that using Scribble and see if I get the words right. I can see that coming in the future for sure. Yeah, back in the iBook author days, I would just you know be interesting if they update iBooks author to include these digital textbooks for handwriting that have some kind of plugin that let you do this tracing, and that would be interesting, but that application is dead so yeah yeah i'm just yeah curious how that goes because yeah as you look at the world's going everyone's typing people know how to type but uh yeah handwriting is definitely going by the wayside for a lot of people right and and honestly i really hope that this kind of brings that back yeah i I look at it you know like chinese handwriting right or chinese writing sure handwriting but chinese writing i mean that is an art form if if you've ever looked at a video of somebody writing something out, it's a true art form and it takes years to master. And that's something I feel like we're we're losing a little bit with the typing. And so maybe bringing it back a little bit in a digital way, I just, I'm overjoyed w- with this. It, I, and I know that sounds really corny, but it, it really is something where it's like, I feel better about writing again. Yeah. I just, I like the way it feels. It's not so much the act. And sometimes it's maybe more frustrating because it gets a word wrong or I have to, you know, I'm, I accidentally select the line above and delete something or whatever. And there's some frustrations and things to be worked out. Mm -hmm. But I just, the way it makes me feel is, is really the driving force behind me using this day in and day out. So we mentioned how the messages app can be a bit frustrating with the placement of the text box. Have you considered using an app like drafts to write your message there and have some kind of action set up to reply in that manner when you're doing scribbles yes so i i have i do have message you know uh, a message uh, action in drafts so i i've done that before too where if i need to either do one of two things right I, it's something that i maybe need to get to later i'll write a little quick note about responding and then i can write out that message in drafts so i get this nice big screen that i can write in at any point and then I do have a um, an action to be able to send that, and it's it's got a couple of you know key contacts where I frequently message those people, right? You know, mm-hmm. my parents, my girlfriend, my my oldest son who has a phone, you know, and then there's the other category, which then means I can set that to anyone, 
right? So I can, it'll, it'll pop up the messages dialogue. I can add somebody at the top and kind of reply. It won't automatically make it so that I can reply to them, but at least it's something to be able to uh, quickly reply to them directly from drafts. So with that, with the other, it's kind of like a contact list of all your contacts. There, there's no way to have just a recently messaged list come up. Yeah, no, not not that I've found. Okay, maybe there's somebody out there that's more clever than I am with that. But I just it just pops up the messages dialog uh, within drafts, right? And mm-hmm. then you just write the name of the person. So typically, when I get that kind of note that I need to be able to do that, where it's I need to respond to this later, or I need a very carefully considered response before I send this back. Yeah, I will. I might even put the person's name like, hey, respond to Kathy and and then maybe a little quick thing of what I need to respond. And then I'll come back to that later. You could also for your custom ones, just use the copy action and hit paste and get back in messages that way, I guess. Right. Yeah. And and with a pencil, the, the one thing that's really nice is you can draw a circle around all the text and it'll it'll highlight it. You can copy it, you know, slide back over into messages tap paste and you're done oh right that's right you know so the the pencil gestures even facilitate a new way of interacting with the device in that way where you you can quickly slide through things a little bit more fluidly and i almost wish the double tap command had new system-wide things that interacted with scribble in some kind of way oh yeah that it, it would be nice the only thing i can see is that there's for power users like a lot of us i i mean i I would love for them to be able to customize the inputs, but they're trying to make this device to fit probably 95% of the people out there, right? Yeah. In my, in my industry, in the automotive industry, we're, we're trying to go as wide a range as we can within reason. It, it really, it's really one of those things where you have to design this for everybody from, you know, basically three, two, three years old, all the way up to into their hundreds. And they're trying to make it as simple for, for the people at those extremes. And then also for the power users like us who are, are give me more ways of interacting with my device, please. And thank you. Yeah. I was just thinking, does the undo double tap, have you said to that, does that work if you write something and want to undo what you wrote? Or You know, that's actually something I haven't even played with. It It's something that my double tap gesture on the pencil really just kind of switches back and forth between a race all the time. Okay. Right. That's, that's what I typically do. Yeah. So I haven't really played around with it, what it does when it comes to scribble. I don't think it really works in that way. I think it's more for the, the palette type gestures, but I I'll, I'll play around with that after the show. Yeah. Back in the jailbreaking days, if the pencil was around back then, the double tap, I can imagine that scene going crazy with double tap to go home and stuff like that. Right. Interestingly enough, obviously on the phone, right. There's, there's that, the back tap gestures, oh, right? right? Yep. They're an accessibility feature. And for me, I, I've actually set that, you know, the triple tap to go home. Um, and I get occasional times where it, you know, thinks I've done that and sends me home and it's not what I wanted. But it's it's one of those usability features that's really nice. So maybe in the future, as Scribble becomes more prevalent with a lot more users, maybe that's a, a request they'll receive and we'll see if that's something that can be done. Yeah, accessibility. Add that double tap or triple tap your pencil to do stuff. That'd be great. Right. So when the summer started and you started using Scribble, you noticed improvements in your recognition? Have you changed the way you write at all on your iPad because of Scribble? So in, in a way, yes. I try to make it so that I write as best as possible so it can pick it up the first time. And then I noticed today, you know, I, was, I, I wrote the word the, and it was kind of a mix of printing and, and, you know, cursive writing Sure, and it picked it up just fine. Right. And so there's parts where I'll say I'm, I'm kind of lazy and it's like, ah, this will get it close enough. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, I can, I can add just like a little bit of chicken scratch and, and it'll pick up what I'm trying to say. Uh, but I try, I've tried to improve my writing and by and large, it's, it's been better, over the summer as I've been doing that more. And then again, you know, writing to show my son, Hey, here's how you form these letters here. You know, you're, you're doing this one incorrectly. Let's work on this. Let's do this 10, 15, 20 times much to his chagrin and, and angst, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, cause he just wants to go and play. Sure. I get it. But you know, trying to show him that it, it's improved my own handwriting and, and I like that. Yeah. I didn't really appreciate handwriting until I got into fountain pens and then it was just a fun thing to like play around with my 
expensive toys basically yeah and see I, and i don't use paper you know paper pretty much ever like on my desk uh for work uh, at my at my house not so much at the office which is a thing that is uh just you know there in theory right now yeah uh you know on my desk is is a dry erase board it's a flexible dry erase board and i just use that i capture some quick notes and then immediately it'll go into drafts uh you know at not, well, maybe not immediately, but I will put it in drafts before I erase it mm-hmm. so that that way I've captured it. And there might be some double work there, but it makes it so I can quickly grab it. So as an image? Um, no, I don't. I don't do it as an image. I, I end up typing it because huh, okay. what ends up happening for me is I, I might be using my iPad in my desktop. Right. So I, I have obviously, uh, you know, home office like some people do. And I've, I'm very fortunate that I have a sit stand desk. I have a 27 inch monitor. I plug the iPad into it. So I use that a lot of the times and I'll use an external keyboard and a magic touchpad. So that's my home office setup with my iPad. I do have a PC that's plugged into that as well. But sometimes if I'm using the iPad, I can't enter in notes maybe in the same way. Like I, I need to pick, you know, somebody said something and I need to pick it, uh, pick up something to write it down with immediately. And if I don't do that, I'm going to forget it. So that's why I put the whiteboard there. And I didn't like the idea of just using scratch paper. And I didn't want to have, you know, a a notebook on the top of the desk or anything like that. I don't know why. It's just not me. Um, I'm sure I could go down that road, like mechanical keyboards and pens and pencils and all that stuff. Right. Right. But I was like, okay, let me do it this way. Let me see how I like it. And it's been working out. And so it, it, the other part of that that happens is sometimes I will write down something very quickly and all it is is a, something that I need to message somebody else so they can handle it and it's off my plate. And so I don't want to bog down any of my work system with that. Right. With Scribble, something I found really useful is just in Safari typing in a website name like have there been kind of just small little uses you found that are really helpful for you yeah and, and exactly doing that or searching or whatever um just just those little inputs it's it's one of those uh, again it goes back to that usability any place you can enter text any any place you can think of that's where it works and it that's the magic of this whole whole thing is just that you can put it anywhere you you do want to enter text so like you said you know the search bar at the top in safari a a google search uh, a form on a website uh, anything like that where you just you have your pencil in your hand you might as well use that rather than bring up the the on-screen keyboard you can just use that and enter all your information and it's great yeah now something i've noticed some apps when you stop writing it'll do line breaks other apps it doesn't do you know what the logic is in that? I haven't actually experienced that. And so for me, like when I use something like drafts or even messages, I I mean, when I'm done writing, I I have to hit the return. So I always use the little box at the bottom to, to type a return. So if it automatically does that, that's gotta be something that the, the developer has put in special. Okay. Yeah. Just curious about that. Anything else on scribble before we move on to widgets? Oh, I think we'll get into scribble when we get more into drafts in a little bit. Yes, absolutely. So widgets, those are a big thing with iOS 14 and a little bit on the iPad. Do you have a widget set up on the iPad or using that in any great way? So I am using a couple of, uh, widget, like medium widgets on the side. Uh, I put a picture in for the listeners for show notes if they want to take a look at it, but I, I use uh, Good Task right now as my task manager, and I, I really like the the updates that they've done. And I use uh, below that is a stack that's got two drafts widgets and two shortcuts widgets. And I use those mainly when I'm at the home screen and I need to jump into drafts. I still have drafts in the dock on my uh, iPad. I don't on my phone, which we can talk about in a minute. But uh, on the iPad, I need that for the multi window right and slide over and all that stuff so yeah i like them on the ipad i am very disappointed that they didn't come i understand why they might not have right with the the different various sizes and the the landscape and portrait orientations the other thing i'm wondering is are they going to come up with something better or different that we aren't expecting right Um, and i would i would love to see that i would also love to see them you know do more choices because like taking up a, a two by two block or a two by four block of app icons to see the weather when I could maybe just see it in one line, like a one by four block would be like, I, I would like a little bit more choice personally, but maybe that'll come 
over future iterations. Yeah. So what have been your favorite app updates so far for this iPad OS 14 launch season we're in right now? So Good Task has been one. They've it, the the developer there has been adding a, a bunch of visual updates as well, making it a little bit more usable. In beta now is uh he added scribble support, so that's been good. So that, you know, you can just write on a header to start um, your thought of what task you want. Very similar to things. So this is an example of, I was wondering, so before this beta rolled out, what happened when you try to use Scribble in good tasks versus now? Like, how has that changed? So before, you would have to, if you were adding a task, you'd add a task, you'd hit, you know, the, the task button to add one, and then you could start writing it. Now you can just start writing it on the header and then all of a sudden it'll pop up the quick entry. I see. Okay. So there are that that's like an example of this is developers are doing things to update their apps to recognize pencil in new ways. Right. And and so like things was a, a, a big one that I know Mac Stories did a feature on it for you could just start writing in the white space and it would basically it would capture that text and then pop up the quick entry dialogue so that you could capture the thought. And then it would ask you for all the rest of the the due date, the tags, where it goes, and all that stuff. So I can see more apps over time to developing that and and saying we are going to use this entry in this way for our apps. I, I think it's going to be an interesting playground for them going forward. Yeah, that's really cool because as we talked about, writing anywhere on the screen is really what we kind of want um, in many ways. Yeah, right. And. With the scribble, sorry, going back to the scribble. Yeah, uh, the keyboard pops up sometimes. Like, what's how, what's the behavior there? So I know that in in my own experience, if I'm using scribble, the only time the keyboard pops up is when I hit there. There's like a little keyboard icon in the bottom, and you can activate that manually. I've noticed though that if you use your finger as the input, not using the the pencil initially to say, you know, maybe like I want to enter a line, uh, uh, you know, here on line five or whatever. Yeah. If you tap there with your finger, it brings up the keyboard. If you write there oh. with your pencil, it won't bring it up. Yeah, that's probably what I'm doing. I'm tapping with my finger. But yeah, I should just start writing in that space and then it'll know. Don't worry about the keyboard. And it takes a little playing around, right? Because And I think it's, again, it's it's more of a, as time goes on, things are going to get better. They're, they'll use their own machine learning stuff to adapt how everybody's using it and change things to make it more user-friendly. Right. Realistically speaking, it's, uh, you know, when you're using your finger to input, okay, now you want to type on the screen. So I, I get why it pops up, but yeah, it it could be a little better, I think. Any other app updates of note before we move on? I'm honestly trying to think. Uh, this summer has been uh, a little bit hectic from a work perspective. So for me, uh, for iPadOS, uh, it's been it's not been as much. There are some really cool widget things that are going on for iOS 14 that are really nice. And I think there's a lot of updates that are focused there just because of the widgets. Yeah. Um, so I think... I think that helps. Right. Yeah, Scriblet's one I discovered. I haven't played around with it too much. It's a pencil kit driven app, which I'm assuming it would sync those widgets you make on iPad to your iPhone where they can be front center on your home screen, which is kind of an interesting combo. Yeah. So the OS updates in general, anything of note you want to chat about before we move on to drafts 22? Um, You know, honestly, like I'm... I'll say this. I'm I'm looking forward to reading some reviews about iOS and iPad OS 14 to see all the little details that I missed. But yeah, I mean, for, for me, it seems like a very quiet year. I'll say from you know the the big oh my goodness gracious we have you know we have 10 15 features. The the big features this year, you know, widgets maybe a little stability that's questionable, and then and scribble. Those yeah. are the three big ones to me. I know there's a lot of other ones, but... It's funny if they delayed the Magic Keyboard until this fall season. It's like, oh, trackpad support. That'd be a major thing. And because it got rolled out as part of iOS 12, it's like, what what else is new? Right. If this kind of new way of working right now where, you know, and, and I see it a lot with with even something like drafts where before that was on a, a release cycle and you you had to do a new major release to get more users to be a part of your app and he had to hold back features i wish apple would take a page from that and say look you know here's what we have coming in 14 14 1 and 14 2 right put out a roadmap sure right and and just say hey you know these are the things we're thinking about developers and you could do that at wwdc and you could say hey look we're kind of out at 14.5 and that's where we think we're going to end up 
And then if there's a 14-6, who cares, right? Sure. They should be able to, to say, here's what's on our roadmap big feature-wise, and we're going to work to roll this out over time. I would actually like to see them adopt that because that way they can polish certain features you know, while other features are still in development. And, and I think it would just be a better experience for the user. This episode is sponsored by Drafts, which just rolled out their iPadOS and iOS 14 update. In this quick break, I want to share a little bit of what makes Drafts such a powerful text utility for the iPad. For those that want a really deep dive into Drafts, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to episodes 24 and 79 of this podcast. In episode 24, I spoke with Greg Pierce, the creator of Drafts, about the origins of Drafts, discussed in-depth the app at the time of recording, which was May 2018. Episode 79 is another episode I record with Tim Nahumic, and we did a catch-up of all the new Drafts features that rolled out between May 2018 and April 2020. So make sure to check out those episodes for even more on Drafts. Drafts does a lot of things great. First and foremost is Capture. You open the app and it's immediately ready for capture on your iPad. Tap the Apple Watch complication and your watch can be used to immediately capture a dictated note. Speaking of dictation, I've never seen a better way to take dictated notes on the iPad. By some magic, drafts will endlessly loop the built-in Siri dictation so you never need to worry if the dictation will time out on you. The second thing drafts does insanely great is letting you send that text you captured anywhere. Want to send a tweet without getting lost in your timeline? Drafts has you covered. Drafts hooks into all of your favorite apps, including iMessage, Bear, Ulysses, Evernote, Apple Mail, Dropbox, iCloud Drive, Fantastical, Zapier, Apple Notes, Microsoft OneNote, WordPress, OmniFocus, Reminders, Things, Todoist, and many others, as you'll hear about in the next part of this episode. Drafts is the grand central station of text, letting you capture text quickly and get it where you need it right away. Besides all of these great app integrations is the vast action directory that lets you automate your text in powerful ways. The incredible community at forums.getdrafts.com can also help you create new custom actions if you need a bit of help perfecting that perfect action for you. The third thing Drafts does great is letting you edit your text. Use the Arrange tool to quickly move blocks, lines, or sentences around. It's an interface that is so intuitive and fun that makes Drafts my go-to place for editing the order of my text. The text composition window is infinitely customizable to make it just right for you. Drafts is free to use with full abilities to create, edit, and sync drafts and run actions installed with the app or from the action directory. If you want even more from Drafts, Drafts Pro unlocks these additional powerful features. Create and edit actions with unlimited flexibility to create, customize, and extend actions. Pre-configure recipients for messages, integrate with third-party apps, or take advantage of advanced scripting. Themes and icons allow you to make the app experience suit your tastes. Dark, solarized, and other themes with automatic switching. Customize the app home screen with special icons on iPadOS and iOS. Workspaces. Take control of your drafts list with saved workspaces, which can restore preferred tag, query, and sort settings. Widgets and sharing. With Drafts Pro, you can access drafts directly from widgets. Append and prepend to drafts in the share extension on iPad. Enhanced automation. Access drafts, actions, and features as services utilizing advanced shortcuts on iOS and incoming URL schemes from other apps. And also you get to support development and make sure drafts keeps getting better by being a Drafts Pro user. To learn more, go to getdrafts.com. Download Drafts today for free from the App Store. Thanks again to Drafts for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. Learn more at www.getdrafts.com. Drafts 22, your review is up on Mac Stories, and it's a great review. And something you point out in that review is that the app icon can just kind of go away in many cases and be replaced by a widget. And when you wrote that it's like oh that makes total sense and like when i get my new iphone in a couple weeks i could see me setting up my iphone in a way where oh fantastic cal the widget is there instead of an app icon Uh uh-huh same thing with drafts and you can eliminate a lot of app icons in this way because first off with you know weather apps and Fantastical, you have a much richer set of information than just what the app icon provides right and 
I, I mean, I think that might have been when I was going through the whole review, uh, you know, and, and kind of setting up for it, right? Uh, I had a, a two two lines, uh, iPad OS 14, scribble, and that's all I wrote because <laughs> I knew what I wanted to say. And then the, the other line was iOS 14 widgets, drafts is no longer in my dock, question mark. And that's, that's literally what I wrote. And I, and I went, huh? Like it was just weird. And when I first did it, I was like, I've had it there for so long. And it, you know, it was like, uh, this feels not okay. <laughs> and it, it really took me a while to figure out like even what app would replace it. Yeah. Um, to, you know, to, and, and that app is probably going to change over time. Are you a three or four app icon docker? Three, three icons in the dock only, please. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm, I am yeah. as well. I'm just, I'm just checking if you're one of those crazy people that put all four max <laughs> it out. No, no. It and it. I don't know why it just looks off to me. I don't know why. Yeah, me too. I like the three. It's like less is more. I only have one single home screen. I don't have multiple home screens. I don't have multiple pages of widgets and all that other stuff. I just have one. Do you have a deep, rich stack of widgets? Is it like multiple flipping throughs on that? So yeah, I have. I have a. So I have two small widgets uh, up at the top. It's it's mainly like the the weather. I'm even trying to remember off the top of my head. So it's it's weather and battery, right? Kind of just checking in on status. And then I have a whole fitness one uh, that's a small one. So it's got activity, food noms, which I really like food noms as far as a, a, a food tracking app. Yeah. Uh, I found it to be better than a lot of the other ones. Um, sure. More user-friendly, more iOS-focused. So I like that one. And then I have the the medium widget in the middle, which is really just good task and a larger uh, carrot weather widget, just because that gives me more information. And then the bottom one is kind of the same way as it is on the iPad, where it's two drafts widgets and then two shortcut widgets okay. uh, stacked. So with widgets, you mentioned this for iPad, you can't drag that into a multitasking screen. That'd be interesting if they added that next year, being able to just use that in the multitasking interface in some way. Oh yeah, that that'd be awesome, right? And I I think it's and again like like that's where I'm wondering what are they going to do next year for widgets on the iPad because I think that's going to be something that they're going to have to take a very hard look at and see how they want to use it. On the iPhone, it's a little different, right? Your your single app, you can't have the side by side. You you don't have that same user interaction, and so it it really you know lends itself to having this wonderful ecosystem of quick glanceable information and then you know you pop into an app to accomplish a task the only caveat to that is i I wish for some reminder apps out there even apple's own reminders app you could check off a task from a widget that'd be great because you used to be able to do that yeah right that'd be great do that before in the today widget but you can't do that now and that's annoying as all get out for me i can't stand it but I, i i like that idea and ho- hopefully there's going to be some other interactions, even with like shortcuts and what people are doing to their home screens on the iPhone of jumping from a home screen icon to, you know, the shortcuts app and then b- over to the app. I think they're going to get a lot of people complaining about that and maybe they'll smooth out some interactions. So sure. we'll, we'll see where that takes us. So Drafts has a bunch of widgets available. Uh, what are you finding useful on the iPad? So on the iPad, um, I, I've mainly stuck with the grid widgets. I, I did try um, some of the list ones, right? So there's, there's uh, let me start with those. Um, list, just can, you can choose the different workspaces that you have in there and it'll show you the, the drafts in that workspace. It's in beta now and it'll be out at some point here, probably relatively soon. There were some apps that came out that showed uh, kind of a sticky note and it was like, here's a, a single draft that you could have on your your screen. And so what, what Greg Pierce, the developer of drafts has done is he's added that in. And so he had a, enough people request it. And so it'll, it'll focus on like the title and, and custom preview of whatever you want on the inside uh, of that draft. That's super cool. It's, it's really nice, uh, especially for like, if it's a grocery list or something like that, that you keep updated that, that that's a, a use case I could see. I personally don't use either one of those, the list or this new um, single note. I, I don't use those cause that's just not, that's not the way maybe my brain is wired. Um, yeah. I can see the, myself using that if I was like sent a message to do this on my way home and make sure I see this by putting it right there front center right. in the little sticky widget thing. Right. So, yeah, I mean, and I'm sure you could do that with a, a, a workspace and you could have, you know, 
uh, a single or like if you had the list widget, you could have a workspace that's an, an important one that that's all that's there and you could see it. And maybe with the smart rotate feature, it knows when you're leaving work, you need to be able to see that. And over time, it would get better. But that's just that's not something that I am uh using or working on at all yeah it'd be even cooler if it sunk to like the apple watch in a large infograph complication of the draft as well that'd be kind of interesting uh (laughs) right combination right and and i mean for me i I just i know that the moment that i saw the grid widget i was like yep that's the one that's the one i'm gonna use so Uh, the grid widget does this have actions as well as your drafts or what's the layout of that widget? so so for for mine it is it's workspaces and actions okay. um, and there's there's certain actions that are built in so like opening the app or adding a new one or using dictation or copying from the clipboard there's some built-in actions quick search is also available there too which is nice but you can add your own actions and this is where you know in my review i i kind of talked about it and it was you know it initiated on the iphone but it, it applies to the ipad as well there are some actions that are quick capture um, and I saw some other developers, um, I think I first saw it with actually Todoist, where you could tap on their widget and it would take you to the quick entry field. And I was like, oh, I already have an action that does this in drafts. I have had two actions, one that does it with a date and one that just puts it in the inbox where it'll pop up a prompt and I can capture the little note and then that's it. A task is is captured and and I'm done. And so I modified those to be able to be used from the widget. And so those those couple of actions, even though I had them before, they are very quickly accessible from the home screen on both my iPad and my iPhone. So it, both of those are, are residing in my widget. Yeah. And as we talked about Scribble earlier, I'm sure you could set up actions designed for Scribble. Oh, you got this message. Let me hit that action and do the messages thing. So one of the actions I actually created for the review, and we all sometimes don't like Twitter, and we don't want to go in there and see you know the world falling apart or whatever sure. else is going on. Um, so we want to stay off of that, but we might want to share something into the ether, right? That that and that's you know all of us do it. I'm, I have no shame in that, and so. I can do that with, I created a, a tweet action uh, a while ago and, and, you know, I'd type a draft in, I'd send it off with a tweet and, and and there it is. And then I was like, well, I have these other actions for reminders, uh, creation and, and grocery, um, adding an item to a grocery list. So if I get told, Hey, we need to, we need to add milk to the grocery list. I can just tap on that rather than go, okay, I need to open up reminders, go to the grocery list and add. And, uh, it just is, is a quicker way to do that for me. So for those types of actions that I can use a prompt, there's a way in drafts to be able to create the text and not save a draft of it, but just have it use the prompt information and send it along. So I wanted to do that um, with a prompt field and and I created that. And I'm, I'm pretty proficient with programming at this point uh, in drafts that I can create that. But I wanted to take it a step further and I created a fancier version because they added uh, for, for drafts, there was the addition of HTML previews and you could do that in a prompt. And so I created this fancy tweet uh, is what I called it um, just because I couldn't think of a better name. And it I, that actually has a, a, a little bit larger of a text entry. And so for a lot of my tweets now using Scribble, I pop up that window and there's a larger space for me to write in there. And so, again, I can carefully consider my words because that's that's a very important thing to do now, nowadays on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I can carefully do that. And then at the bottom, there's three buttons. I can either tweet it, I can save it, or I can hit cancel. I can write the meanest, nastiest thing. And as long as I hit cancel... I'm good. Right. So you said it popped it up in a like bigger window. What is it the normal drafts window or is there some kind of so, custom view you wrote? So it's a custom HTML preview. For after when you compose the tweet, then you see the preview or no. is it what live? so you so so it's kind of almost live and it's got a character counter so it lets you know how many characters you have remaining as you're typing. Oh, that's really cool. It's it was it was a little bit of uh, learning and I had some help from a friend of mine Jeff and um, Matt Gemmel as well. They provided some input on how I was doing some things wrong and I needed <laughs> to improve them from a programming standpoint because I'm I am definitely not a programmer by trade, but I've picked up enough 
And so it was really fun to go through and, and do a little bit of learning and understand how I needed to change it. So it pops up a, a, a custom preview dialogue rather than the standard drafts dialogue. And is that something you can share to, uh, with other drafts people? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually in um, my review. Okay, um, I, great. I shared that in the review. And it was, like I said, it was, it was, it was just a better way to do it. And I, and I wanted that character counter cause that's the one thing and I've done it time and time again, where I will write a, a note out and forget to check the count of uh, the characters and I'll send it and I'll get the alert that says, Hey, this can't be sent cause you're over the character count. Right. And I was like, Oh, it'd be nice to have a counter. And I can't do that with the built-in prompts. You have to do the custom prompts, but I was able to find a way to do it. And, uh, you know, actually simple online search to try to find it. And then I found it and it was just a matter of, of integrating that into the action. So it was a lot of fun to create. So let's move on a bit to the, I guess more widgets. Does your drafts widgets change on the iPhone as far as what you're setting those up as? So by and large, no. For me, the the two the two medium widgets that I have are are the same. And I've intentionally done that just for muscle memory. That's the way I like to work. I can see a lot of people going, Hey, I, I don't, I might use this for work and I, or, and I have personal. And so I might want my phone to have some work related items. And I, and I want my iPad to have more of the personal. My friend Jeff, who helped me with the uh, scripting stuff, he actually uses you know shortcuts um, on his iPad, and he uses that for work. But he uses drafts to kick off some things to change items for his clients, and he does that uh, all the time. So it it just really depends on what you're using. For me personally, I, I use the same actions in both places just because it makes more sense for the way I work. Gotcha. And as you mentioned, you personalize these draft wizards they're very much customized for what you want to do so any action can go there yep what are some different ideas as far as customizing these widgets to be more personal what i did was and and kind of and i said this a little bit in the review i think too it's i looked at the actions i was most frequently using and said okay how can i utilize this so for for me, just looking at the ones I have, I, I add things to the grocery list all the time. It's just something I do. Um, I capture reminders a lot and I could use good task for doing that, but also sometimes I really, I just need to get that thought in there. And the muscle memory for me is go to drafts, right? That That's my capture point. I do often take uh, maybe a line of text or, uh, you know, a, just a string of text and I might want to put it into a different format like title case or lowercase or whatever. And so like, again, I had a, I had a text modifier um, action and I made it work so that it would be modified for the widget um, so that it would take clipboard text, modify that. And then using the, the triple back tap, I'd go back to home so I could jump back into the app that I was in or, you know, paste that somewhere else. So for me, I've, I, what I did was I just I sat down and looked at my most frequently used app or actions, not apps. I sat down and and looked at those frequently used actions and said, how can I modify it to be used in the widget to make it a little bit more friendly in that way? So jumping into a prompt immediately or using the clipboard, because that's probably what I intended to do. Um, It wasn't something that like I created a whole bunch of new actions, but it just it makes you think about the actions in a different way. Gotcha. Yep. Makes total sense. And the, the one thing really quick with, with um, the, especially the grid um, widget, you can jump into your workspaces. And the funny thing is I, I actually found, and, and this came about when I got rid of the app icon from the dock, I, I, I would regularly use, you know, 3d touch or the haptic feedback or whatever the heck that thing is called. <laughs> I can never remember the name. Yeah. I would regularly use that to jump in a, to a specific workspace, but now I just, if I need to go to a different workspace, I almost often swipe to go home, tap the widget again, and go back into the app using the widget. It's almost faster for me than using the the icon in the bottom left. Yeah, it's just it, so I actually use that a lot to navigate the app to the 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 workspace. Yeah, makes that much faster. So let's move on to Scribble in drafts. First off, I noticed in your review you have a little grip. What is that little black grip you have for your pencil? So it's a it's a grip and and it used to have a red tip and quite honestly I don't know where the red uh, end uh, went, but it's a, it's a it's a silicone sleeve 
So I just I got a silicone sleeve uh, off of Amazon. I'll, I'll I'll link that for you. So it's just a a case, and and other people have done like the skins and things. It's just something to make it a little bit thicker and mm-hmm. a little bit more uh, grippy for me. Does it charge through that? Yeah, it actually does. Oh, so that's nice. that's the one nice thing about it is it I don't have to take it on and off. It just charges right through it, no problem. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So. Scribble and drafts. How are you using this? Uh, what kind of situations is it? You know, during meetings to not have it. I guess we're not doing in-person meetings, but back in the day, no big obstructive laptop setup for a meeting. Yeah. So it it is opened up new possibilities for me. That's just like I said before. I, I really didn't expect it. More so than widgets has actually been more impactful for me in this release cycle. It's it's been by far the the biggest impact in how I use things. For me, again, I keep a digital journal, and I like using a digital journal because I can archive that in the way I'd like to have it. I can include images and all that. And I've written about journaling before on my website and and how I approach it. But the one thing with Scribble that's been really interesting is I physically write now in my journal. So I might add a quick bit of text here and there from my phone. But if I'm using my iPad and entering something into my journal, I'm doing that with the pencil now. I don't do it with anything else. And so it allows me to be more conscious of my thoughts. I feel like I'm writing more intentionally. And I feel, like I said before, I just have a feeling like it's the right thing to do. And so I will sit down and, you know, maybe... In the evening, I will write down some thoughts in my journal, and I'm actually writing in my journal a lot more because of it. It just it just feels like the right input method for something so personal. And that's a draft workspace. So yeah, it's my in, in my drafts workspace, and I have I actually have a an action in um, shortcuts and or I guess a shortcuts shortcut that will kick off and and it grabs some information like some some weather uh, for the day. Uh, if I wore my watch, it'll grab how much time I slept, things like that. Just some little bits of, of just quantifiable data. I even added how many days it's been since uh, we as a, a state locked down for COVID just to have that kind of in there. And I'll take that out when, when the timing's right, but yeah. just to just to have that in my mind. Oh, we've been we've been doing this for this long. I have those sorts of things in there. And do you have like topic do you have topic starters of like uh, you know, reminding you to share stuff about certain aspects of your life or No. So so I, I don't do that. What I what I've actually done, I've split my journal up into something I call quick hits and then I will do entries. So quick hits, I I mean it's literally quick little bits of information, like things, things that maybe bother me or things that were great. And I'll just capture little bits of this is what's been happening through the course of the day. And then if I really want to reflect on something, I will write a long entry. And I mean, sometimes for me, a single entry of a journal is, I mean, it's just one line and that's all I could muster for the day, but at least I, I wrote in it. And then there's times where I've written page after page and I say page after page, because I, I export that to PDF at the end of it. So w- once that's done, I export a PDF of the journal. So it's captured and and I don't have to mess with it in another format. Gotcha. And you'll integrate photos occasionally? Yeah. So uh, what I'll do, kind of my workflow for that, because I do create a PDF at the end of it, I'll save those temporary files to Dropbox and then get the web link, generate the markdown image, in line and it'll it'll just add that into the journal format and that's a daily export or weekly how often do you so do it? It, I, I could i could do it daily uh, oftentimes i forget just with how busy i've been so i can really i could i could wait an entire month and then go through and do each individual one it just depends on how often i stay on top of things gotcha any other ways scribble has changed how you use drafts two two things uh actually the first one being that I've started to write posts in drafts using nothing but Scribble. And in my review, I actually wrote the entire section on Scribble using Scribble. Oh, that's great. I had talked to Greg a little bit about that just in, in the Slack channel. And I just said, hey, I'm going to do this. And he's like, I don't I don't think that's a good idea because it's probably just good for quick entry. You know, I thought about it for a little while and I was like, you know what? I'm going to challenge myself a little bit and see what this is like. And I spent... One morning, again, the the picture that's in the review is is literally I 
I thought to take a picture of it. And I, I don't know what got me to think that, but I was like, this would look good. So I, I just took a picture. I sat down in a chair and actually at the time I had a severe muscle spasm in my neck. So me typing that out over a desk would have been excruciating. And I sat down and wrote that entire thing in, in like an hour. Hmm. And it just, like I said, the feeling of just writing it out was just, it was liberating. It, it, yeah. it was great. And so I've started to apply that to other things that I might want to write about with drafts. And I've been doing outlines in the same format because you can, you can do a quick little dash and then write something out and you can make lists in that way. So I'll do that to kind of outline maybe what I want to do in a post. But I find that format now to just be something where I have to really watch what I say. And I'm not just spewing out words on a keyboard. I can type way faster than I can write. So I'm just finding myself, you know, taking the time, being thoughtful, being considered and measured with my statements. So maybe I don't write, you know, a couple thousand word posts. I'm, I'm really writing 700 and that's it, but it's, it's more concise and it's better. Yeah. I almost want to see a developer create a way to you're writing, 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 and it doesn't even try to translate it until you tell it to. And it, you know, it's all there until you're ready for it. That I would love. Kind of like good notes. Yeah. Like good yep. notes is designed for handwriting without conversion. I'd love it to like, like just write in peace. And then when you're ready for it, do the conversion. Right. And I, and I know Apple does that with their notes app, but it's, yeah, it, I would love to see that be extensible to other apps and almost to retain the screen. The scribble version too, so you have both uh, both versions with you. Yeah, that'd be great. I agree. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm curious how far developers can go with what Apple gives them. It might be just we're gonna, you know, you're gonna handwrite and it'll convert it when we want it to, and you can't do anything else besides that. Yeah, and and so in getting back to your question, like what other ways um, has this helped? Like one of the things that's been really interesting, and I didn't really mess with it before, kind of really sitting down to think about the the review at first. And some work stuff happened for me where I got, I was, I, I got a promotion at the end of last year and then I got kind of another promotion in May and then I got handed a whole lot more responsibility all of a sudden. And I was, I, I, I kind of had a little bit of a freak out panic moment and said, ah, uh, this is not going to work. My current system is going to break really fast. And I said, all right, I need to sit down and I, I wanted to focus on everything that I was responsible for. And what I ended up doing was, again, sitting down and trying to be very intentional. I sat down with the pencil and drafts and I started just writing out, okay, here's here's one area of responsibility. Here's the other. Here's the other. And I just went through and just listed at a high, very high level what I am responsible for. And then with the feature that's been added to drafts of the wiki style linking. I was like, Oh, I can simply convert these into new drafts where I just put a double bracket around the, the title that I want. And then now I can tap that. And if a, a draft is not already present, it will offer to create one. And so I ended up creating a whole system, like a whole wiki for me for work. And some of those things have different bits of data that I need to retain some of them are tasks. So it, I have this whole system now, and I gave an example of, of using that in the Mac Stories review so you can kind of see it visually. But it it really was one of these things where I, I was able to just sit down and clear my head and do, you know, almost like a traditional GTD brain dump of here's the things I'm responsible for. And then with each project, really focus on, all right, I, I need to do these three things. And then if I think of other things, I can I have a place now to go and add that. And I didn't have that before, and I everything was kind of in its own little area and a mix of of things that I work in in Google, and it, it just wasn't it was not working. And so, using drafts with the pencil really kicked me in that in that way to to focus everything that I was working on and just kind of get it out of my head. So even though it's, again, it's not necessarily like some massive improvement in a feature of iOS and, and drafts adopting it, what, what's gone on is, you know, a feature that was existing within drafts has been made better by adding this pencil support because I can quickly do these things and then, and have this information be much better organized for me in a whole new way and really stay on top of everything I need. And we're talking a lot about drafts here, but I would say that there are other apps out there that you could probably do the same thing in. 
you there's other apps that you could take the pencil and, with Scribble and realize that you could work within that app in a completely new way. That's what I would encourage anyone out there to to do is just spend a little time, little thoughtful considered time Saturday morning with some coffee and and just sit down and explore what you can do with some of your current apps and the current ways of thinking and it may open new doors and new possibilities for you. The double bracket and scribble is it recognized the bracket pretty nicely in scribble any tr- tricks in making sure that's recognized well so you really have to exaggerate it uh is what i found and i i would do those one at a time and after about the first few times i did that i was like well i can continue to do this or because i create actions i can i already had a what uh, a smart bracket action and i just made it to be a smart double bracket it was pretty easy to create it took me all about five seconds and i was done but it's something where i can circle the text with the pencil mm-hmm. right and then hit that hit that one tap and it it makes the uh the double brackets around it so that i ended up using that and again the, the, those links are all in the review okay great um, but yeah so it's 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 one of those things that i i just obviously with drafts actions you can you can use your pencil to still tap those tap targets. So I don't have to stop using the pencil to be able to kick those actions off. And I can just really quickly and fluidly do all of these things, which is great. And the wiki system, is there an easy way to export that anyway? Or is it kind of in there and you export individual draft sheets one by one? So there there are compiling, and I and I don't have that in, that, in the review, but there are ways to... Um, compile it. And there's actually, I believe, an action group. And I'll see if I can find that for notes. It's one of the, uh, I forget what they call it, but basically it takes all of the um, double bracketed text that you have in there and it'll take from those other notes and basically merge all those things together into one document or one new draft effectively. So if you were to do, say, like some long form writing, what I could do is you could all right, I have an intro or a table of contents and to create an export a review for somebody to read or mark up, I could run an action like this where it would add all those sections together into one giant draft and it does all that heavy lifting for me. So those tools are available, but you, you have to know a little bit more about what you're doing. Gotcha. Very cool. Any other nice little tweaks and changes that have been added to Drafts 22? There's a few um, that I cover in the review. And I mean, mainly visual tweaks. Um, who doesn't love a visual tweak? And kind of fits a little bit more with iOS 14, especially in the menus. There's some usability improvements with some some other things. But I mean, by and large, those are the two biggest features is, is the, the use of the widgets and what you can do action wise and everything and then of course scribble and that and and i call that a feature of drafts even though it's it's not necessarily a unique feature of drafts but it it does open up those new possibilities for a user and and that's why i think it's just one of those transformative features that hopefully again you know as developers can add things in the future maybe there's some cool exciting things that could come to drafts in in due time for sure and there's a bunch of new keyboard shortcuts how do those work so Keyboard shortcuts. Uh, if you if you're connecting to a keyboard um, with drafts, which uh, if you haven't done that, uh, you you need to. There's new arrow key. Like you can use the arrow keys to kick off actions as well, in in conjunction with some of the other keyboard presses. So it gives you more actions at your fingertips, right? So yeah, if you have a, an action existing already, and you're like, oh, I I I have a key map already to that. I would really like to use that letter because maybe it starts with that, it, but I need another modifier key and I'm all out. Well, now you have the ability to do that. So it's it's just another way that users can add functionality to their existing way of working with keyboards. And Drafts is one of the apps like Ferret that lets you set up some custom keyboard shortcuts. Is that what you're kind of hinting at here with the command key and arrow key? Is that right? Yeah. Drafts can do the, the custom keyboard shortcuts. And um, there's certain ones that you know, the system uses obviously, you know, yep. cut, copy, paste and bold command italics, H all that would stuff, not work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Command H wouldn't work, but you know, you could do command shift H. Yep. Um, you know, you could, you can do other things within drafts using those keyboard shortcuts. Like for me, I, I use when I'm using the keyboard, uh, I'll use command one through eight to bring up any of my, my, uh, workspaces. So anytime I'm, 
I'm connected to a keyboard, I can quickly switch between workspaces uh, um, and jump around the app just by simple uh, commands uh, using the keyboard for that. So again, the, the, the added feature for Drafts 22 is just really further ways to do that. And those are set up when you're creating the actual actions, right? And kind of the setup yeah, process. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Anything else about Drafts 22 or iPad OS 14 that we haven't covered that you'd like to before we wrap it up? I think that's pretty much it. Like I said, I, I, it, with these new possibilities, I, I would just encourage everyone to, to go and try something new. Try, try something that they've done existing and try it in a new way. And I think that's going to open up a lot of doors for a lot of people. Excellent. Yeah, Scribble is one of those features that you don't really understand its full power until you try using it yourself for a little bit and just seeing about how you can use it. And it's liberating with this magic keyboard being able to take your iPad on and off so fluidly and just, oh, I'm in Scribble mode. Let me just relax and try using my iPad in Scribble mode and see how that goes. Right. That's something that I, I, when the magic keyboard came out, right, a lot of people were like, well, this seems a little weird. How, how can you take the, you know, the iPad off and, you know, write something down in like good notes or whatever you're using notes. And now it's like, I I'm docked at, at, at my desk. And if I need to get up and use it somewhere else, I can use the pencil as that input. It, it just, like I said, it's, it's very freeing and, and, and it's great to be able to use it in so many different locations. I've, I've often said to people, I can use it in new ways. And what I really mean to say is uh, you can use it in different places, in in bed, on a couch, you know, wherever, sitting outside. It, it, it's, it opens up a whole new way to use the device, which is really great. Yeah. Well, with that said, where can people find your awesome review? Well, so you can find the review, uh, Max Stories. Thanks to Federico and John for having me uh, be a part of that again. I always like writing for them. Um, you can find my writing at um, nahumic.me, N-A-H-U-M-C-K dot M-E. And I'm on Twitter at, at Nahumic. Um, so... Those are the main places you can find me. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time again, Tim. This is wonderful learning all about the new drafts update and Scribble, which I'm fascinated by as well. All right. Thanks for having me on, Tim. Well, that was my interview with Tim all about Scribble and Drafts 22. My thanks to Tim for his time recording this episode, and thanks to you for your time and attention tuning in. My thanks again to Drafts for sponsoring this episode of iPad Pros. As you heard in this episode, there is so much power and versatility with Drafts. Learn more at GetDrafts.com and download it today to get started with one of the best text utilities for iPad OS. With that, thanks again for tuning in to this episode of iPad Pros, and I'll talk to everyone again real soon.